morning from the Financial Times. Today is Wednesday, March 25th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Today, we'll look at the corporate dash for cash as capital markets seize up, the debate over whether to close the economy amid coronavirus, and an audacious plan that Japanese conglomerate SoftBank explored in response to the market turmoil of last week. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. While American taxpayers and some industries await fiscal support from Washington, companies are already making a dash for cash. More than 130 companies in Europe and in the U.S. have drawn at least $124 billion from their lenders in the past three weeks, right as the coronavirus swept much of the Western world. Those figures come from an analysis the FT did of public disclosures. It's all because more traditional capital markets, think of those for corporate bonds or short-term commercial paper, have seized up. And companies are turning to their emergency credit lines to have enough cash to keep up with business. The figure could top what my colleagues uncovered since publicly traded companies don't have to report drawdowns right away. Privately held groups don't have to announce them at all. Of the companies they looked at, GM tapped its banks for the largest amount of its credit facility, $16 billion. Ford was right up there too, $15.4 billion. U.S. President Donald Trump has opened a national debate on when to restart the economy. Here's what he told Fox News yesterday. I would love to have the country opened up and uh, just raring to go by Easter. Now, in case you don't have a calendar in front of you, that's April 12th, two and a half weeks from now. And this debate over how much of the economy should be closed and how long to close it, it's going on outside the U.S. too. European governments that haven't closed all non-essential businesses the way Italy did are trying to decide whether they should stop certain industries and construction entirely to slow the spread of the virus. Or should they keep these sectors up and running to avoid a recession that could cause long-term damage to the economy? Yesterday, the death toll in France passed 1,000. The FT's Paris bureau chief, Victor Mallet, explains how the country is grappling with this question about whether to stay open for business. The French have, up until now, they've basically said people should carry on working if they can safely do so. And if their companies are not able to organize teleworking, people should continue to go to work, but they should obviously not you know, get too close to other people and they should maintain their safety standards. And they've done this not just for essential industries, but for other things as well. So they've tried to say, for example, that building sites are allowed to continue operating and indeed are encouraged to continue operating. Factories are encouraged to continue operating. One sort of view of this might be that that the employers would want everyone to go to work and the employees and the trade unions would say no, but it's a bit more complicated than that. Some of the employers groups have been quite vociferous in criticizing the government and saying, you know, we cannot send people to work because we don't have, for example, we don't have sufficient masks to protect our workers and the conditions are just not there for us to be able to do so. So, you know, the debate goes on and it is quite complicated. In Spain, for example, you have a situation where the central government has wanted industry and normal services to continue as much as possible. But some of the regional governments like Murcia and Catalonia have said, we don't want to do that. And the the government has overruled them using its emergency powers. So, Victor, what can we expect going forward? Will governments get tighter with the restrictions or will we see things get looser for these countries? I think, as we now know, this is a highly contagious virus. 
And I think it's kind of dawning on the countries that imposed fairly strict, but not extremely strict measures to stop people moving around, that they haven't done enough and that the, the virus continues to infect people and to kill people in very, very large numbers. And I think that what that probably means is that progressively, a lot of economies are going to shut down much more than the governments initially thought they should. And there, there is a sort of potential economic benefit to this as well as saving lives and stopping the transmission of the virus. And that is, if you do stop the virus, you basically shorten the extent to which your economy is disrupted. So the economy is disrupted more deeply and more severely, but hopefully for a shorter time. And one of the biggest tech investors of the past decade is dealing with its own coronavirus-related struggles, SoftBank. First, you have to know that SoftBank founder Masayoshi-san isn't very fond of the public markets. He's repeatedly complained about them. His argument is, SoftBank's equity value is at a steep discount to the value of its holdings. For one, the Japanese conglomerate holds a roughly $130 billion stake in Alibaba. But it also carries $55 billion in net debt. And at the end of last week, as the financial effects of the virus triggered a market rout, SoftBank said that that discount had stretched to a record 73%. Yesterday, the FT broke a story about a maneuver SoftBank considered over the weekend. The FT's Arash Masudi has more. So what happened was on Monday, SoftBank announced sort of an unprecedented move for Masayoshi-san, plans to sell about $41 billion in assets and to use a large chunk of that money, about half of that, to add to an already planned share repurchase to buy back a whole lot of its stock and then to pay down a whole lot of its debt, roughly a 50-50 split with the $41 billion that they announced. But what we've discovered was that before they settled on that plan, they spent much of Friday and Saturday or a substantial portion of those days discussing an alternative plan to take SoftBank off the public markets through a leveraged buyout led by Masayoshi-san, its founder and billionaire, maker at the helm, who owns 25% of the company, and in conjunction with investors that were reached out to, including Elliott Management, the activist hedge fund, which uh, we reported had planned to buy more shares in SoftBank. It's already pursuing an activist campaign to convince the company to do share buybacks and to improve its governance, and Mubadala, Abu Dhabi SoftBank Fund. And this is significant because it shows you that all options were on the table for SoftBank and how severe the situation had gotten. The world was focused on so many much bigger picture issues than the fate of one Japanese conglomerate. But SoftBank is one of the most active players of the last decade and a symbol of all the things that happened in the global economy, from bubbles to tech investment to hype to big bets and big bravado. And the length at which they scrambled here is quite significant. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. And before we go, we've made our coronavirus business update newsletter free for a 30-day trial. It's focused on the global impact of the pandemic on business, markets and workplaces, and our everyday lives. Visit FT.com to sign up. 
edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, this is Matt. And Sean. From Two Black Guys. With good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.